Zenicon has clinched their spot in the NCAA tournament. What a moment for the goals. Home opener starts off with a bang. In Endicott history, the goals have won the CCC title. Howdy, folks, and welcome to another episode. Dun, dun, dun. We got some breaking news. Out of the CCC, the conference in which Endicott plays most of their athletics, we're having sports. You guys, let's give a little round of applause to sports. I mean, it's obviously it's been a tough year, and there are some things that we want to point out to everybody. So I have the press release up. You can find this at either the Commonwealth Coast Conference um, sports page, the Endicott sports page. They have it on the athletics and probably through social media as well. Uh, so Endicott, who is going to be playing their spring sports. So we have baseball, softball, men's and women's lacrosse, men's and women's tennis, men's golf, women's track and field, and in the NECC, which our men's volleyball team, that's the conference they play in, they should be playing as well. So we have a full spring. It's, as the kids say, going to be lit. So let me read off some of these bullet points, and then we'll get our reactions and just talk about the excitement we have for uh, sports coming back so we can actually have a real sports podcast with sports going on. <laughs> so like we mentioned, uh, the CCC, it's going to be in-conference only, but there are some – Thanks to that. So in conference, that's what's going to be. And then they'll decide what's going to happen with a conference tournament later. Obviously, this is all up in the air. From what we've heard, it's going to be mostly on the weekends. Maybe I, I think it's going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday when the games are going to be playing, um, at least for the next couple of weeks until they have a good schedule out. So obviously in conference only when they get to championship and tournament time, they're going to reassess and decide how that's going to be handled, whether they're going to have a tournament, whether they're just going to crown a champion after the end of the regular season, that's up to debate. Uh, no spectators end the cut home games at least. And I don't think any of the CCC games. So don't try to come to the gym or go to wherever we're having no, no spectators. We can find them all online where Evan and I will be doing a lot of the broadcasting. Um, they're going to have some more strict COVID regulations. So the NCAA has their list of COVID re regulations on how to, you know, keep it down, whatever. The CCC is just a little bit extra weary. So they're going to put some more on that. So, you know, good on them. Um, so it looks like no, uh, any sites in the CCC, no, no spectators. And they also say in this nice little pair uh, ending here, I just lost it. Basically the out of conference schedule up to the school. So if the schools feel safe playing somebody at a conference at any time, it's up to them, completely up to them. It won't go against their conference stuff, obviously, but they can have an extra game or two. So that's basically the big takeaways. So mostly CCC, if schools want to, they can do an out-of-conference thing. That's on them. Um, strict COVID regulations, they have to have all negatives uh, 72 hours before a game. Um, they're going to get tested twice a week, which is, again, over – um, the standards and exceeds the recommendations by the NCAA, but can't be too safe in times like this. And most importantly, we're getting spring. And we also have um, some hearings that this weekend we'll have some a couple ba uh, basketball games and an ice hockey game. It's all coming up in the cut right now. And we're coming back. Back to the nest. Back to it's it's exciting. I mean, obviously, this has been a very tough year for yes. not just athletes, but everyone. Um, the NCAA has been gracious as to give athletes who have missed this past year competition an extra year if they want it. But especially, especially for a lot of the spring sports that didn't even get a season, I think baseball only played a couple games. I don't think softball played any games. I don't think either of the crosses played any games. 
they haven't played in well over a year, almost two years since they've played. Like that's nuts. And that they're going to get a season at least I think is, is justice. And I'm just excited, Evan, what are, what are you thinking here? In terms of this podcast, we started this in what, I think it was September, October last semester. So we haven't, we're a sports podcast. We haven't had any sports at all. So it's very exciting to finally be able to, again, next week, talk about sporting events that happened. Um, I know we have, we talked about this weekend being hockey and basketball. And I think uh, men's volleyball starts sooner than the spring sports. Spring sports are March 27th. Yeah, I believe it's thing the 12th of March is when volleyball is starting. So that'll be a lot of fun. Again, these games for uh, talking about the winter sports, hockey, basketball, these aren't scrimmages. Like these no, these games are going to count towards final stats, standings, all of that. Um, there, there isn't a conference tournament. There isn't an NCAA tournament. I believe the winter sports NCAA tournaments got canceled just because there weren't enough teams participating all around the country. Uh, so it's just a chance to get in games, but they're still meaningful games. They're not just scrimmages. Uh, it's been a lot of fun to be able to, to call them, be there uh, this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we get to return to the booth for Endicott. So either a, a cheer or a boo from some of you Endicott fans at home that listen to us. Obviously, more cheers for Evan Alfano than myself. Um, but it, it's exciting. It's an excited thing. And obviously, we do want to stress um, these are fluid situations. If one team, whether it be an Endicott or an opponent, uh, opponent, excuse me, test positive or has some sort of doubts, games can get canceled. As, as Evan mentioned, already a game has got canceled for this weekend. Um, so these are fluid situations. It could be a full season. It could be three games and then everything gets shut down again. So we do want to stress that, hey, this is a fluid situation. But it's great that finally uh, the CCC and the NECC for, for when volleyball is going to be played. They've looked at what it is. They believe that they can play these sports while being safe, which is obviously priority number one. And they've kind of got, got their act together and figured out a good plan to put forward. Again, everything's fluid. There's no set in stone dates. There will be postponements and move arounds. And I'm sure one team's going to have seven games. One team's going to play two games. It, it's going, it's going, it's bound to happen that way, but we get something, we get some stuff for the athletes who get to play the sports. They get at least some sort of um, redemption or like feel of like accomplishment and they don't feel like it's been totally wasted. Uh, for us who create content on this, there's content now. I mean, we've kind of been pulling everything out of, out of our rear end the last three months, and I think we've done an okay job. But now I think this just adds adds makes our lives a little bit easier, and I think it's just fun. I think you know, for it just it just seems like the mood's a little bit brighter. Like the only again, you're doing basketball this week. You'll be the the only person in the bleachers oh, cheering on Endicott. You just know how you. rough that is. Front row seat. You know that's gonna be so nice. Your voice will echo throughout the entire gym. Dude, I'm gonna get so many things thrown at me. I'm gonna be reading off a stat, and then uh, I'm scared. I think like Hutchinson's gonna like throw a heel at me. It's definitely gonna happen. <laughs> she's a great coach, you know, but she has she has a fire, and she's gonna throw something at me. I can already tell. But you know, I'm excited. I'll bring a shield or whatever they have for me. <laughs> It's exciting, especially for, you know, Evan and I, who have been, I've been broadcasting at Endicott most of the games for what, this is going to be my fourth year, third and a half year. Evan, it's been a little bit shorter, but you've had last year was, was awesome for both of us working together for most of those games. And for me, it's just so glad to be back. Like I have something that like, I have something to look forward to. Like I have a game this weekend. I get to prep for everything and 
I get to, you know, do what I love doing. It's fun. It's really fun doing all that. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting on my part, just because I haven't been able to, obviously, I'd never broadcasted with you guys before, but I definitely had an experience with my work study, which was through contest management, where I got to PA a lot of the games that gave me, um, like, access to watch sports, which I love. I was always involved in sports growing up and in high school, so being able to have a an outlet where I can still enjoy it while also working at the same time has been really nice. So it'll be nice to get back into the swing of things, even just listening to you guys talk. Um, I know you guys are so excited about sports and everything that goes along with it. So it's definitely refreshing. I want to ask about being like, cause you're like a PA announcer. That's mm-hmm. gotta be stressful. Cause you, you gotta pronounce everyone's names, right? You gotta say things at certain times. You gotta be fired up at all times. That can't yeah. be easy. Yeah, no, it definitely is a little bit nerve wracking sometimes. Um, I mean, I've been doing it since freshman year. So, and I don't really have a problem with public speaking. So it's kind of, it's not really out of the norm for me. Um, I remember Coach um, Hutchinson taking us on the, it was like me and two other people. And we actually got into the, um, what is it called? The, on the, on the bleachers, the booth. Oh yeah, the old booth. Yeah, I guess we call it booth. Yeah, so she took us up there and we got to read some of the scripts that we have to read for the sports and just it, like being able to like hear my voice over the speakers because you can hear the speakers from like all over campus. So just knowing <laughs> my voice, like everyone can hear it um, was kind of cool. But yeah, there have definitely been a couple of times where I've chopped some names um, or even towns that people have lived in. There's been a couple oh, of times towns, where I yeah. just hear Sean at the other end in the booth just being like... <laughs> correcting me how to say it and I'd be like oh sorry like I don't know I'm not from here uh, the entire booth experience is fun I mean I've worked plenty of games where Jerry's been doing PA and obviously Mm -hmm. Evan worked especially during like soccer season and basketball season even a little bit of baseball season like we've all worked we've all worked together at some before this in some in some capacity and it's just it won't be the same obviously with a lot of the code regulations there's going to be minimal staff like we're not going to be as cramped up maybe in some cases that's good thing um but definitely i will miss that aspect of it in this path in this last semester i have here you know i i still remember women's soccer games when george is just like what are you doing you know coach chapel's like what are you saying like why are you why did we hire you because obviously it was not a right choice and then like you know before the games like me and jerry are just going over the names like if we're going to pronounce it wrong, we're going to do it together. And like, right. that's how we do it. And it was like a nice little family, little, little community. And we had our three hours and we went our separate ways and went on with yeah. our day, but it was definitely a fun experience. And that's just what sports means. I think to a lot of this, especially it's such a tight knit community where just not only the athletes and the coaches and the people that do this, you know, the athletic trainers who, but you know, the media part of it, the, you know, the PA announcers, the broadcasters, the statisticians, um, you know, in the SID office, it's always bumping, it's always lively, and it's, you know, it's kind of lost that heartbeat over the past year because, you know, of everything. So it's awesome that we're getting at least a little bit of that. But yeah, so, you know, baseball, softball, your spring sports, you know, I'm excited for baseball, me being a baseball guy, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of hockey. Uh, Evan Alfano will be doing a lot of our hockey games this year. I'll be doing a lot of our basketball games in terms of broadcasting this year. Um, and then we don't really, we haven't really talked about schedules for, for next, uh, this next wave, you know, when the sports come back in um, uh, the end of March with the, with the spring schedule, but we probably have that for you guys later, but I, I'm just so excited and I can't say it enough. 
you know, it's, it's one of those things where this year, like I said, this year's been tough. And like, you know, Evan and I, we've worked for Beverly High School this year now that we didn't really have Endicott Sports to go through to still do our broadcasting and do that. And it seems like everyone just had to find a different way to continue doing what they like. But it just, like, you had to just put that extra mile out there. You got to do that extra step. And it just gets a little exhausting after a while. And it's just refreshing where you just get out of your dorm room, walk 10 minutes, and then you're all set up. You're ready to go. You're in your booth. Like, I haven't set up in that. I haven't been in the gymnasium since probably last February. And I can't wait to get there, you know, hear the balls dribbling. And, you know, I'm just so excited, man. I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited. One thing to note for – oops, sorry. For the the winter sports is we've got the four teams, right, two hockey, two basketball, three of them being defending conference champions. Right. Which is pretty impressive. Both hockey teams – and that's why I'm excited to to call those games, how good both those programs are. And they're new programs – um, and they're just how quickly they've become really national powerhouses. And of course, women's basketball coming out their first ever conference title last year. Uh, me and Cody were able to were in the gym for that. Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, the men's team had gone to the final. So right off the bat, we've got some of the, the best programs on, on campus playing this weekend, which will be a lot of fun. Yeah, neither of those teams really got their roses either. I mean, like, they either won or, or did their thing, and, you know, there was that, you know, post afterwards, and then everything just poofed. Like, Endicott was supposed to host hockey uh, championships in the NCAAs, and, like, that weekend, that's when everything kind of, excuse me, crumbled apart. Women's so, like, hoops, though. They got – remember, they yeah, they, they got a tournament when at, they won at Scranton, yes, which was a huge upset. Think, yeah. Yeah, that was – I remember – I was calling for the during their second round game in the tournament. I was I was calling. It was the hawk the women's hockey um, conference championship game. So it's a good problem to have. We had an NCAA game, a conference championship game at the same time. So I was there, and I remember I was up in between periods. Uh, the, us, the broadcasters, um, would be up with the, the stats people with just like a phone out watching the tournament game as it would kind of unfold. We'd be kind of looking up to each other during the game just to keep tabs and how that game was going because that was a really good game. Um, so yeah, that was that was I remember a lot of fun. So it's just exciting to be. I've always loved winter sports. Have always been like of the three seasons. I just love basketball and hockey. So it's so cool that we're able to get some some games. Yeah, Jero, what, what sport are you most excited to to come back? Maybe just as a fan or be like, mm. yep. Yeah. I know you're a you're a lacrosse gal. I am a lacrosse gal, but I'm also excited for basketball um, just because, I mean, my friend, our friend, Jordan Petway, um, a lot of the seniors, they're getting a second chance, especially um, after their last season, um, losing in the championship game. Um, I know that they took that very hard. And um, even the other day I saw when they were doing media day for basketball, um, Jordan took a video of them in the locker room and he was just, the caption was like, I never thought this would happen again. Um, just being around his teammates. I know he's super excited and I know his passion for basketball. So it's definitely a good opportunity for him and his teammates and the seniors to kind of get a last go. Um, and then like you think about volleyball, like Britton Lipton, he's doing a fifth year as a grad student. So he has another chance to like, show everything that he has and work with his team so I definitely think it's it's more it's exciting for us because we get to watch them um but it's also I definitely think it's a good 
opportunity for the seniors and just the teams to get back together and do what they do. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the advantage of having a small campus. Like, all three of us have multiple friends in all sports, and I think that's a, an aspect that, like like Jordan, we, I, we worked with him. We did, we did a story on him uh, for EC goals that I, I wrote on him, and, um, you know, we had class with him this afternoon and yeah. while we were recording this. And, like, you know, uh, Justin Kegabine, who we had as the first interview on this thing, is because I was good friends with him, and I've yep. been, I've known him since freshman year. Jay yep. you as well, and yep. you know, all of us have these multiple multiple different friends, and it's more of a personal feel. It's like, all right, our boys get to eat, like they get to go and yep. do their thing. It's it, that's like another fun aspect of it. Not only do we get to sit down and have content now to talk about finally, and not just talk about the same thing, but in a different way for the first two months we did this now we actually get new stuff and like we get to break it down and like actually show that, Hey, maybe we do know something about sports, but they get to play. And like, that's our friends. Those are our pals, you know? Yeah. It's super dope. It's super dope. It's super dope. Yeah. And the fact that like for us, we get to kind of, we're front front row, whether we're broadcasting PA, whatever, we kind of just be front row for these games. And one thing that just has really impressed me over the last three and a half years, just how good, the competition in division three is. I think oh, yeah. so many people on the outside looking in say, you know, D one, those are the top athletes, those are the best athletes. They all go pro, you know, D two is pretty good. And D three, you're just there to have fun. Right. But in reality, I mean, I, for me, I tried to, I walked onto the tennis team my freshman year thinking to myself, Oh, I played in high school. I was pretty good. I can do this. I quit a month in. I was just horrible. It wasn't for me, but it, like the moral of that story just shows how good division three is. I mean, these are, these are players that were top players in, in high school. I remember Keith Brown, who just graduated last year, 2000 points score here in the cut. He went to Pelham high school and I'm from uh, Bow, New Hampshire. So I went to ball high school. We were in the same division and he was just terrorizing and he was the best player in the state of New Hampshire, I think. Um, at Pelham, I think he won a you know, state championship his senior year. So, and there he is playing with Endicott. So it just shows really all around the board, all sports, how good division three is and how fortunate we are to watch and how, you know, just how good these athletes are. Well, last year Endicott ran it. Like and the CCC was <laughs> at Endicott conference. Oh yeah. I mean, well, the last year was the first year that all like what seven of our fall sports were in a championship game at least. And then we, mm-hmm packed that up with our four winter sports were in a championship yeah. three of them won it and then we had our spring sports where Endicott softball team was filthy both the cross teams are filthy the baseball team is probably the weakest there and they're still a pretty good squad you know in relative to to their conference and we you know we didn't get to see that come to fruition but we could have had probably upwards near almost double digits in championships or at least double digit championship appearance. Like how insane, like as a broadcaster who like, like my job is to tell their story. My job is to like, let the people know what's happening with this team. Like it's not about me as much as maybe I make it seem on this podcast. I talk a lot, but it's about them. And I try my best to make it about them. And it's so, it's kind of special. I mean, like I didn't know Endicott was a college until I was looking at for college in your high school. It's like, yeah. And to who, but now it's like, 
like I'm a little I'm invested with the teams like every year especially getting into broadcasting it's like oh I remember last year they did this and this now what's new and the storylines for this year I mean Keith Brown's gone at least for for the uh this basketball season coming up even just the basketball season coming up Keith Brown's gone they have to replace their best the best player in team history on top of still being relevant and being one of the top teams in the CCC you have the basketball team, uh, the women's side, who lost probably three of their top ten best players ever in Michaela Rogers, uh, Kaylee Putnam, uh, and Emily Pratt. And now you have one senior, uh, uh, Shannon Gilbert, who it, I think it, I've, been, I've been notified it will be senior day um, this Saturday, I believe. Um, so tune into that, see some, some uh, senior day action. But they have such a young team, but they still won a championship last year, and they were still a young team then. Yeah. And, you know, you have some more additions to the basketball team, uh, a couple, you know, Jay Lanchevaria, what's his step going to be? You know, now that our good friend Jordan is a senior and uh, Matt McDevitt is a senior, like, wow, are they going to play? Like, what are they, what's there? How many games will they play? We don't really know. All we know is this weekend. And then it's obviously, again, fluid from there. I just, you know, it, you can go on and on and on about all these things that we either missed or didn't even get to touch about. Like I said, a lot of these teams didn't get their roses after they won or after they lost or after they competed hard and, you know, did their thing. They didn't get that recognition because then the world ended kind of, but now we have a chance to at least give them that recognition for this year. Like it's definitely a fun time. And like I said, I'll be doing basketball for these couple of days. Evan will be on hockey these for these next couple of weeks. And then the spring season's there for there. Evan, what are you, like, what, what are you excited about most Evan? Like, is it calling the games, just seeing the sports return? Like, what, what is it that's tickling your fancy? Obviously, I'm excited to call games again. I'm doing ice hockey, which I've never done before. Yeah, that's I did a, fun. a color game last year, a conference championship. But I've never done play-by-play. So this will be interesting. Hopefully it goes well. Hopefully I can keep up. It's such a fast-paced sport. Um, but I, I just, to me, just having sports back, I think it's been sorely missed on this campus. I think so many people, whether just not just the student athletes, but just the students themselves, I think really appreciate the athletic teams we have here. So to finally get it back, um, obviously teams have been practicing, but to be able to play against other schools again, um, I'm just really excited for that. Jara, you're, 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 what are you most excited about? Um, I'm not really sure what my role is going to be this semester. Um, just due to the restrictions and everything like that. Um, but I'm definitely excited to just see the teams back in action. I know they're excited. Um, just being able to, I feel like the campus now compared to last semester is just more, kind of more exciting and everything like that. Um, Cause teams know that they're going to be playing. Like I see teams practicing all the time, either when I'm walking to class or going to the gym. So I definitely feel like teams are out there and ready to play. So that's what I'm most excited for. Just everyone to get an, another chance to see how they can do and go from there. Yeah. And uh, that's probably going to do it for that. So like I said, no uh, people are going to be allowed other than the necessary, the athletes, the coaches, the staff, and the producers and the uh, broadcasting crew, extra COVID training, CCC schedule starts in about two weeks or so, a little bit, two, three weeks or so. So get excited for that. So we're going to wrap it up, but before we're going to bring back a fan favorite, or I think at least should be a fan favorite since broadcasting is coming back, there's sure to be more blooper reels. And we have this clip from my freshman year, 
Matthew McKinley in the history exam. Take a listen. Matthew McKinley stepping in. Had a history exam last week. I'm going to take that one for strike one. That's, I thought there was more to the story. I was, honestly, I kind of froze. I was like, ah, well, I can't say it now. <laughs> one, two, here's the count. So, that was my Matthew McKinley and his ghost history exam thoughts. I just want to know what he, how, he, how he did. That's think- important to me. I want to know. See, here was my thought process, and I think this, this is the context we're all looking for. Why did I say what I said? And 80% of the time, I don't know. I just say things. But this time, there's actually a reason why I said it. So we were talking, I was talking earlier that week to our good buddy, Zach Weiss, uh, a graduate from a few years ago, who was the pioneer of this broadcasting program that lets me and Evan do what we want to do. And he's told me, you know, Cody, something to bring in your broadcast, a lot of the fans like, if you can talk about something that has nothing to do with the sport you're talking about and you can weave it in, that's perfect. So me being the young 19, 18-year-old, going to do it all big, I was like, you know what? I have this history class with Matt McKinley, and we just had a test. That would be awesome to talk about. So, you know, stepping in, Matt McKinley. And I was like, he had a history And as soon as I said he had a history exam, I was like, wait, I've never talked to Matt McKinley in my life. I don't know what he got. I don't know if he's good at history. What am I going to do? So I just stopped talking. And I was like, trying to think in my head, what am I going to say? And then nothing happened. And then I moved on. Like, (laughs) it never existed. And then you hear Sean in the background is like, were you going to get an end of that story? I was like, no, you're not. <laughs> so that was that. I think I've said worse, but that was definitely my first introduction to the blooper reel scene. It's a fun one. It's one of my favorites. It's one of Sean's favorites as well, our good SID Sean Medeiros. It's one of Evan's favorites. Evan's heard that story a couple times. I, it's, I, that's my favorite blooper I've ever heard. I just, I don't think I can top that. It's just so random and so out there. It's perfect. So out there. What's, what's more random, <laughs> that story or me comparing the Endicott women's soccer team to the 2010 San Diego Chargers? That's up there, too. Yeah, that was a bad. We'll have to put that one in a later episode. But uh, any last final thoughts from anybody? Jared, well, Jared, what was your reaction to that? Like, you just listened to it for the first time. I mean... Like Anthony Rinaldi said lately, um, we've definitely improved since we all started. I feel like everyone <laughs> kind of goes to a rookie mistake, so I feel like that was kind of the start of it. But look at us now, and I feel like we're doing so much better, especially you, Cody. I know you criticize yourself a lot, but you don't give yourself any credit. Oh, um, very, so true, def- very true, very true. That's all I can say about that. Well, hey, you know what? We have our moments. Mine seem to shine a little less sometimes, but they're moments nonetheless. I have fun with it. I'm a fun guy. I'm probably going to start compiling all of my weird, funny things. But anyway, 
Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Well, you probably listen more to a podcast and watch it. See you again. This is me just talking out of my mouth. I open my mouth, words come out. I don't think about them. Thank you for listening. Make sure to share, like, do whatever you got to do, whatever platform you're listening this on, most likely Spotify. If not, share around. Tell your friends. Tell your mom's friends. Tell your cat's friends. Tell all your friends. Tell your people. The ultimate goal is back. It's stronger than ever. We took a little bit of a break. We're back. We've the third back. episode, third episode since we being back. If you missed the one with the crew team, watch that one. If you missed the one, what we do? Oh, we did the dance. Two members of the dance team last week. Hey, go peep that if you haven't. Jara, thank you so much for being our wonderful producer. Evan, thank you so much for being the best guy I know. Obviously, the fan favorite. And I say. I'm here too. So we will see you next time. Sports are back. Wear your mask. No goals. We'll see you later. Basketball shoes come off. Dancing shoes come on. As Enicon has clinched their spot. Now puts it up. And that's a goal. Shoots it up. He got it. Billy Arsenal. He got it.